Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. My name is Alec Feldman. I do a radio show on Wizard Radio Station every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. UK time. And this is the podcast of that radio show. It's all the best bits without the music, maybe some of the rubbish bits as well, mainly just the whole show, minus the songs. Every week we're going to release it, so you can catch up on what's happened on the show this week. Just one thing to mention, I give out our contact details quite a lot throughout the course of the show, so you'll hear that on this podcast. But obviously, it's a podcast, it's pre-recorded. So if you do send in a message about something I'm talking about to the numbers I say... I mean, I'm not going to read it because it's already happened. It's in the past. It's pre-recorded and no one's going to see it anyway. But here's the worst bit. You might still get charged for it depending on how you send it. And even if you don't get charged for it, it's still a waste of your time. It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of everybody's time. And so I just wouldn't bother. If you would like to join in with the show and send me your stories or play our games, then you can do that just by listening live every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5 p.m. UK time on Wizard Radio Station. So that's that out of the way. All there is left to say now is enjoy the podcast, subscribe to it, and maybe leave a little review as well saying how great it is. Not if you don't like it, though. If you hate it, don't bother. Thank you very much. Here's the podcast. This is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alex Feldman. What? What do you mean it's Alex Feldman with a C? Oh, this is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alec with a C. Feldman. And they might have mentioned, they probably did in the news just then, that Tom Moore, Captain Tom Moore, is now Sir Tom Moore, and he actually had the knighting ceremony with the Queen yesterday, and she, she got her sword out and, and all that. And I'm just I'm just pleased that it all went to plan, because there's a lot that could have gone wrong, like she could have beheaded him, she could have, the sword could have been so long that she fell over, or they could have just given each other coronavirus, and that would have been a disaster. So listen, I'm glad that all is okay. All has gone to plan. I can sleep easy at night once again. And now, prepare yourselves for two hours of mediocre entertainment that may be mildly entertaining at best from the Antichrist himself. It's Comedy Bronze at least for your money back. Brought to you by an award-winning broadcaster. Well, sort of. He won his school's charity stand-up competition when he was in year seven. That counts, right? This is Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. New from AJ Tracy and Mabel, that is West 10. It's Wizard Radio, before that 220 kid in Gracie. I'm Alec Feldman, and I'm in a mood today. I I warn you now, don't don't cross me, because I'm on a very short tent. I'm, I'm in a mood. Um, so I'll just I'll just have a bit of a moan now, and then I'll be in a better mood for the rest of the show. So so the moan, I'm wet again. I've got soaked again. My jeans are wet again. My underwear is wet once again. I've I've lived in Manchester for what like two weeks, maybe like properly, and I I just I get wet all the time. And cycling is not a good thing when you don't like getting wet because it just makes you more wet. And I want a bike at the moment because bikes are kind of the cause of all the problems in my life because I haven't got my own bike. I'm borrowing a bike that has no mud guards. I'm just getting splashed all the time and I'm wet all the time and muddy all the time. And, ugh. 
the brakes don't really work either. So it's, it is very frustrating. I've just got back from the outside and once again, I am soaking wet and I, I'm, I'm bored of getting wet all the time. I've been talking to people who are back like in London, where I'm actually from, and they're like, oh, such a nice day. I'm going to go to the park. It's really sunny. And I'm here getting soaked through to my pants. What's going on? Why? What? How, how can the weather be so different in two parts of the country? I don't understand. I'm sure it's a very easy, obvious answer, but I I sort of just didn't believe that that could actually be the case until I lived here. So that's me. I've had to tell myself off and have a bit of a moan, and now I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. That's, that's out my system, so now we can have fun until 5 o'clock, including um, I think I have a new sort of psychic ability. Maybe not psychic. I think I've found a new way to work out information about a person. Okay, I'll tell you more about this after four o'clock. It's a sort of a theory of mine that I'm working on. I'm going to put it to the test at about 4.25. I've also got a new feature called Disease News, where I just bring you news on all the latest infectious diseases. You're so welcome. Ten past four today, one of my ex-housemates has been cancelled but which one who do you think it's going to be more details to follow also on the way jedwood Gemma collins and a friend that you can rent all coming up before four o'clock with me on wizard radio music wise got a new dua lipa coming up summer walker josh 685 and derulo it's all happening on wizard radio don't move don't go anywhere If you need to go to the toilet, put your hand up and ask first, and I might give you permission and a note, but only if you're desperate. That's how it's going to go down for the next couple of hours. Also, 60 second guide on the way, as per usual, and someone's knocking at your door. Mystery guest knocking at my door. You have to work out who it is. It's all going on. Right now, though, let's do This Week I Learned. This Week I Learned. I'm going to impart some wisdom now, because I'm I'm nice like that. I'm going to share some life advice so that you don't have to learn the hard way, because I've already been there, I've already done it. I have crossed that bridge so you can jump it. I, I don't know, that was a very mixed metaphor. It doesn't matter. Lesson number one, this week I learned there really are people in the world, specifically in the UK and in America, who, who really care more about their like metaphorical construct of, of freedom than just saving lives. I'm talking about face masks, obviously. And all the, the weirdos that are like, but government forcing me to wear masks? This is totalitarianism. Uh, no, it's not. It's public health, mate. It's fine. Just wear a mask. It's not that deep. Like, it's fine. Stop making a fuss. But no, they care about their, their freedom. Their freedom to spread a massively infectious and dangerous and mysterious disease. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Do what you want in the name of liberty. It's what... Who's... who's a, I don't know. Adam Smith would have wanted... I'm trying to think of, like, libertarian political figures from history, but I realised that they're all a bit too niche. Anyway, so, people are out there, they think that their freedom is more important than not giving people an infectious disease. The world's weird. I've also learned this week that if you do a really bad tweet, and everyone hates you for it, and they're like, oh, this is a terrible, terrible tweet, just say you're hacked, that's what everybody's been doing this week. I think Kanye got got hacked and Elon Musk got hacked and loads of famous people, loads of verified people because Twitter just turned off <laughs> tweeting from verified accounts for a bit because they all got hacked. Now, 
mean, maybe they did get hacked. I'm not, I'm not uh, alleging a conspiracy here, but, but what if, what if they were just really bad tweets and they were like, hmm, I mean, everybody else is getting hacked. What if I can just do a really bad tweet, put out like my worst opinion and just be like, oh, sorry, everyone, I was hacked. <laughs> oh, man, what's, what's Twitter like? Oh, dear, terrible. It wasn't me. Definitely not me. No, definitely not. <clears throat> so that's, that's a handy tip that you can use. If you want to tweet a highly problematic opinion or something just really weird and confusing, blame it on a hacker afterwards. And this week, I've learned this is this is a telly-based one. I've suddenly found myself watching like actual linear TV for the first time in years. And because of coronavirus, all the like daily shows have stopped filming. So like EastEnders, Coronation Street, Hollyoaks, they're all not on at the moment, which is kind of good news because. On the days when there aren't new episodes of Hollyoaks on Channel 4, the institution that is The Simpsons at 6 o'clock every night gets extended. Double bill! And this has genuinely made my week. I can watch, you know, the usual episode of Simpsons at 6 o'clock, like everybody has been doing forever. And then there's another one! I'm loving it! Please don't bring Hollyoaks back. I would rather have a double bill of The Simpsons than, like, Northern EastEnders. Please, Channel 4, if you're listening, keep Double Simpsons. Thanks very much. So, we've learnt this week, people really do care more about some weird abstract concept than actual life-saving masks. You can just say hacked as an excuse for tweeting stupid things, and the Hollyoaks is off, The Simpsons is on, catch the double bill while it lasts, because I have been enjoying it very much. Coming up next, I've seen an advert for a flat, but it's sort of not an advert for a flat. I'll, I'll tell you what I'm talking about in a second. First, his Dua Lipa, new, Hallucinate, Wizard Radio. Do a leaper and hallucinate. This is Wizard Radio. It's Alec Feldman here. Alright. I saw one of my friends on Facebook share a link to, um, like, a flat listing on Spare Room. And basically what it was, they, their roommate was moving out temporarily. And so they were trying to find, like, someone to take their place. And so I thought, you know what, I, I kind of want to see, like... You know, where, where this person lives, what it's like. I want to look at the pictures and have a bit of a nose. So, even though I'm, I'm not looking to to rent a spare room in Leeds at the moment, I had a click on it, and I was having a look, and it, it is a very, very fancy, very fancy house. You've got, like, an all-white corner sofa. Like, everything everything's white, basically. All the walls, all the furniture, everything in the bathroom. Like, the kitchen is really nice looking. I, I rate 600 PCM, which I think is is a lot, if I know anything about <laughs> rent. Um, but I re- really enjoyed the description. I wasn't expecting the description to to be quite what it was, um, because yeah, a lot of it was about the flat itself. You know, a gorgeous double bedroom, ensuite, brand new furniture, modern townhouse, parking bills, and so there's about what maybe nine ten lines about that and then there are two paragraphs not about the flat itself but about the person (laughs) that you could live with if you rented the room in the flat i'll read you um some some assorted highlights you'll be living with name redacted who's often freelancing around the city um, in the week she enjoys keeping fit and healthy, chills in the week but also up for spontaneous meals out, cinema etc, or happy to stay in and cook. At the weekends, before corona, 
Make, she made the most of going out nights out, socialising, casual drinks, shopping, visiting friends and family in other cities, or now and then having a relaxed one. And this, like, this listing, the majority of it is just talking about the person that lives there and not the house itself, which I think is a really novel idea. If you're trying to shift your room, you know, the pictures, they can speak for themselves, but what people really want to know about it is will they make friends living there? So essentially what they've done, I think, they're kind of renting out their friend. Instead of the bedroom, you're paying 600 PCM just, just to be friends with this person. And that's why it reads a bit like a sort of online dating profile. You've got some hobbies and, you know, activities they like doing. What a bit about them, you know, it, it's, it's weird. I've never seen a, a bedroom spare room advertised in this way before but i think it's genius i think it could work because reading that i want to live there she sounds great sounds lovely i'm sure i'd have a, a great time going on nights out socializing casual drinks shopping visiting friends and family in other cities or having a relaxed one now and then like sounds great so this could be a new thing i th i think possibly as the property market you know heats up don't just rent the flat, rent the people in the flat. It's genius. It sounds a bit a bit illegal, but I'm sure it, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's all above board. I thought that was quite fun. Coming up next, um listen, I've I've sort of developed a slightly embarrassing obsession. I think I'm ready to share it with you next after Summer Walker party next doors is my affection on Wizard Radio. Wizard Radio with Summer Walker and Party Next Door. That is my affection. I'm Alec. Hi. You alright? Good. Um, I've... Uh, I don't know quite how to talk about this. I've developed a weird obsession. And, um... I hate myself for, for letting this happen. I really do. Um, but it does seem to have, have happened. And I'm in a place now where this is something I've kind of... I've realised... I am genuinely slightly obsessed with this, and it's not, it's not good, it's not big, it's not clever, it's not something I w would really expect from myself. I've let myself down, is what I'm trying to say, but basically, you know, you know the tabloid press, they, they have their celebrities, like, they pick a few that they just love doing stories about, they probably even pay them for quite a lot of them, and they're like working together. And it's just utter rubbish, like uninteresting nothingness from sort of minor celebrities and the tabloids love it and they probably get a bit of press and coverage and maybe even money out of it. And it's great. And I very much thought that taking an interest in any of that was very much below me. Um, and I mean, to an extent, I sort of still do. And yet here I am. I'm 21 years old. And I have a slight obsession with Gemma Collins stories. And and I don't know how, how I feel about that. You know, Gemma Collins, she was on The Only Way is Essex, like, ages ago. And I don't think she's been on it for a few years, but she's just kind of quite famous in her own right. She's from Essex. She talks like this. She's like, oh, I'm Gemma Collins. She's not the smartest person in the world. Uh, she did go on telly once and say, you know, I'm actually a massive fan of the dictionary. And, and stuff like that. She, she's not the sharpest tool in the box, but in many ways she is quite smart because she knows exactly how to 
play up her personality for the tabloid press and to get a bit of attention. And, you know, good on her, I suppose, if she's <laughs> making a living out of it. Congrats. But I very much thought that Gemma Collins and me it would never be a person I'm particularly interested in. I'd never see a story about Gemma Collins and go, oh my god, I have to read it at once. And I don't know what's changed, but I've, I've just gradually developed these slight, slight obsessions. And... I mean, there's a couple of stories this week that have come out about Gemma Collins, and I've just found myself going, oh, I'll I'll have a look at that, let's see if that's interesting. And I I have actually found it vaguely amusing. The first one, I read that Gemma Collins aghast at bank statement after realising she pays for six phones, and it turns out she's been paying six phone bills because she just has never cancelled any of her old contracts. You know, it's not very interesting as a news story. And then I'm still, I'm all over it. I, I want to read about Gemma Collins and her six phone contracts. And I hate that that's the case, but it is. And another one. Why do I care? I don't know, but I kind of I kind of do a little bit. She's signed a, a very, very high money, that didn't make sense, a big budget deal. She's becoming the face of um, budget airline Wizz Air who I think are the Polish, are they the Polish national airline or just like an airline that you can use to get to Eastern Europe? When I went to Poland, I flew on with Air and she's now the face of this airline and there's a picture of one of their aeroplanes, bright pink and her face is on the side and it's huge, like enormous. Like it goes literally the entire height of the plane. It's Gemma Collins and wow, it's just, it's incredible. And I, I don't know why I care. Why have I started reading these stories? I don't know, but, but I have. She is, I guess, my like guilty pleasure celebrity that I shouldn't take an interest in the daily activities of in any way, shape, or form. And yet, there's a part of me that does. There's a part of me that sees an article about Gemma Collins doing something stupid, thinking, oh, "Hello." <sighs> I don't know how we got here, but here we are. So listen. Um, make me feel better, please. Maybe ease my shame just just a little bit. Are there any famous people you've just got a weird, slight obsession with, even though you know, you know deep down that they are they're utter trash. All of the content you consume about them, utter trash. But you just you, you do quite enjoy reading it. You don't know why. Listen, it's a safe it's a safe space here. You can tell me. Oh seven eight oh seven one eight three five three eight. Send me a text. Or send me an email, station at wizardradio.co.uk. Who are your, like, guilty pleasure celebrities that you shouldn't like reading kind of gossip and news stories about, but you just, you just do, and you hate yourself for it? Send it to me right now. I will not judge you. I will only share your your pain, but it, it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. It'll be all right. I might have to wean myself off the Gemma Collins articles, though. Right, we'll read out a few of those a bit. We'll play Baby Queen as well. Now, Josh685, Jason Derulo, Savage Love. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Please consume responsibly. Baby Queen and Buzz Kill on Wizard Radio. I'm Alec. Coming up, Anne-Marie, Nico B, and before four o'clock, someone's knocking at your door. I've just been seeing that apparently on the telly they're re-showing the, the London 2012 Olympics or something. Um, should I be worried? Is this massive competition? Or does nobody care because it was eight years ago? I don't know. But if anybody's out there, 
let's get back to my <laughs> unhealthy and shameful obsession with trashy tabloid news articles about Gemma Collins. I don't know how it's happened, but it has. I just can't stop reading them. I like the one where there was a picture of her face on the side of a plane. It was, it was massive. It was really funny. And the one where she's paying for six phones. And I, I don't know why, but I just, I just do. And that's that. I'm sorry. Um, but I'm not alone. It's okay. I've got a message here from Michael. And Michael's been very brave. He sent me a message. He says, I'm really embarrassed about this one. I've actually never admitted it in public. So here we go. My celebrity obsession is Danny Minogue. Yes, not the super famous Kylie, but her sister, who was a judge on the X Factor once. She isn't in the British news a lot, but she does make the headlines in Australia a fair amount. Although the stories usually have something to do with a relationship with her sister. At least though, they do tend to be positive. I've learned that Australians love the Minogues. So the relationship story is usually quite positive and all about how happy they are at the moment. So at least that's quite refreshing. Yeah, that's really refreshing, actually. Is the Australian tabloid media, like, actually nice? Surely not. Rupert Murdoch's still involved, right? So it can't be. I would be very surprised. But that's cool if that's what people want to read. They don't want to read, like, Kylie and Danny's secret feud. None of that. It's just Kylie and Danny hold hands and have a picnic together. Isn't that nice? Yes, it is. Tabloid news. <laughs> that's, that's quite sweet in a way. But yeah... That's, that's not so bad. I feel like Danny Minogue, she has a certain level of prestige and credibility that the GC just don't have, you know? So, I yeah, I feel like Danny Minogue, it does... You can have slightly more respect for that than I can have with my obsession with Gemma Collins-related articles. So that's kind of all right. But yeah, a, an interesting choice, given Kylie is the much more famous Minogue. But I do remember Danny Minogue being on the X Factor. Was that, like, the only thing? Or has she done other stuff as well? I don't know. But thank you for that admission, Michael. That was very brave of you, and we all have nothing but love and respect for you. Thank you. Sarah says, this one's really random, I'm obsessed with Vicky Pattinson. Even though I have no idea who she is. Like, I don't know why she's famous. She was on some reality TV show once, but one day I just realised the Mail Online and all the other trashy websites just keep writing articles about her. I read one. I found it quite entertaining. The stories are literally like, Vicky Pattinson spotted out shopping in a Zara look type stories. Sometimes I just like reading random stuff about someone who I don't know anything about. It's a bit creepy. I feel like I'm watching her every move, but it's now an addiction. Yeah, now you mention it, I, I do know the name Vicky Pattinson, she's she's Geordie, I've heard a few interviews with her, and she comes across quite well, she seems quite nice, but I don't know why she's famous either, was she on like Geordie Shore or something, that that feels like it could be right, Gogglebox, I don't know, am I getting a confused with Scarlet Moffat, yeah, no, I, I don't really know why she's famous, but it's nice to know that she was spotted out shopping in Zara clothes, good for her, well done, Vicky. Um, yeah, I I hear your point about reading random stuff about people you don't know, but then isn't that just social media? I suppose the only difference is in social media you can <laughs> consent to what gets put out about you, whereas in, in the mail online you very much can't and they will print literally what they want. But I think it's kind of the same. You know, everybody's a bit of a... Um, oh, what's the word? What's the word when you enjoy watching other people? on the word you know what i mean 
everybody likes watching other people's lives, I think. There's something about it that is just a little bit appealing. So, um, understood. Benji's been on as well. As someone who grew up in North London, I have a lifelong obsession with Stacey Solomon. Unfortunately, since her X Factor and I'm a Celeb days, there are less and less stories about her. And most of them are usually something to do with her relationship with Joe Swash or her kids. But whenever there is a story about her, I run to it. She's just so harmless. And I like reading stories about harmless people. Yeah, she's she's classic tabloid fodder. Um, I'm sure I read... Well, I didn't read one. I saw a headline about her recently. What has she done? I don't know. Something about, like, interior decor or something boring like that. I wonder what... But, yeah, they're always about Joe Swash. Who, I don't really know who Joe Swash is either. Is he, is he the one that sounds a bit like this? Because I remember, right, back in the day, I think Joe Swash did a show on CBBC where kids would, like, teach their parents how to drive or something. Is, does that ring a bell with anyone? I'm just trying to find this um, article, the one I saw most recently, about DIY or something boring. No, it's all about babies and blunders and men. No, I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't care enough to read all these. Yeah. But that is that is a classic one that just gets written about all the time. It's not that interesting, but I can totally understand why you would just, um, you know, keep reading it just because you need to feed the addiction. Oh, and by the way, I've remembered the word I was looking for earlier. It voyeur. It was voyeur. Everybody's got a bit of like voyeur inside them. That I think that's French. It means you're like watching other people, but we already established that. So there you go. Thank you for these these very brave confessions. Um, obviously, it wasn't easy doing that, especially Michael, who's never admitted his obsession with Danny Minogue in public before, and he chose this radio show to do it. So thank you very much. Oh, actually, I've got another one. One more that's just come through. Last minute, a late entry to the, the make me feel less bad about the fact that I'm obsessed with Gemma Collins articles from Ellie. I go through phases with my random celebrity addictions. I've had my Jamma phase. Before that, I had my Gemma Collins phase. Yeah, we've all been there, see? Everybody loves a bit of the JC. But um, most recently, I'm in my Martin and Roman Kemp phase. I can't work out if they actually get along really well or hate working together. I also can't quite crack Roman Kemp. Is he happy with life or is he sad with life? He's always a bit nasal. Anyway, every story about them is a story that I've read. Lit- literally all of them? You read all of them in the world. That's that's crazy. That's very impressive. Yeah, um... Uh, th- yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a valid one. I feel like they probably would like each other and get along because they are father and son. You know, it would be quite sad if they didn't. Especially given all the appearances they put in together. Have I ever told this story on the radio? I can't remember whether I have or not. When I... This is, this is a bit of a name drop. When I got sent to the Brits, clang, in February, which feels like a million years ago. Yes, I got sent to the Brits. It was ridiculous and weird and just weird. I <laughs> asked a question to Martin and Roman Kemp on the red carpet. And I think I said something along the lines of, so, Martin and Roman Kemp, who's who's plus one? And they just kind of nerf- laughed nervously. And Roman was like, yeah, I'm, I'm his plus one. And they moved on pretty sharpish. So, um, maybe, maybe they don't like working together. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but that's a good phase to go through. I don't think that, that question made any tabloid articles, disappointingly. But, yeah, um, I, I also can't crack Roman Kemp. I've heard many a story about him, um, that's vaguely interesting, but probably can't be shared on the radio. Anyway, I'm going to move on very quickly. 
It's Wizard Radio. Thank you for those messages. Coming up next, I need to talk about some more trashy tabloid celebrities. Jedward. They need justice. First, this is a new song by Amory and Doja Cat. It's called To Be Young. Amory and Doja Cat, they have a new song together. It is hot off the press. It was printed onto a CD yesterday, and it's called To Be Young, playing on Wizard Radio. I'm Alec Feldman. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for listening. I would now like to draw your attention to a gross injustice in the world. If you do not speak out on injustice, you are on the side of the oppressor. I would like to put that one out there. It's very important right now because something terrible has befallen two of our our most beloved musical artists. I mean, to be fair, they're not really... When I say are, they're Irish, aren't they, from, like, Republic of Ireland, so... Or are they from Northern Ireland? That's a very dangerous one to get wrong. Hang on, let me do some research before I put my foot in it. Okay, they are from the Republic of Ireland. So, yeah, they're not British, they're Irish. Good. But, you know, I feel like they're on the X Factor UK, so I feel like we do have some some claim over them. But they have been they have been wronged. I'm talking, obviously, about Jedward. Um... If you don't know who Jedward are, well, I'll, I'll let them explain in their own words. Hey guys, I'm John. And I'm Edward, and together we are John and Edward. And as you guys know, we're twins, and together we are known as Jedward. See, together they are, they are John and Edward. They're on the X Factor, they had really tall hair. I was talking about them a few weeks ago, because I was just reading their ridiculous life story after they they were on the X Factor, which includes... Um, a play being made about them, lots of court cases, and a p- potential Jedward board game. Like, they've had a mad few years, and I think they're in America these days. But they they have been wronged. Something quite shocking happened, and it was reported at 11.11pm last night that Simon Cowell and Sony Music had removed one of their songs from streaming platforms and deleted the official video off YouTube. It's just gone. It's not there anymore. If you wanted to listen to Under Pressure, Brackets, Ice Ice Baby by John and Edward, John and Edward, Jedward, you can't. It's just gone. It's like it never existed. Now, yes, maybe this was an ill-advised mashup of Vanilla Ice and Queen, but it's a part of our musical history like any other song, and it does not deserve to be erased. They put on their Twitter at Planet Jedward last night. Yo, Simon Cowell and Sony Music UK, why have you removed our iconic first single Under Pressure Ice Ice Baby from our streaming platform and deleted the official music video? Because they talk really fast. That's that's how they sound. They said, that's our legacy. We're outraged. It's part of pop culture. We demand a response. So very strong words from John and Edward Jedward there. Um, I'm just going to go on Spotify now just to, just to check that it has not been put back up yet since since this was initially reported no i can't i can't see anything it's not it's not on their first album victory from 2011 or their second album young love from 2012 or in fact their third album voice of a rebel from 2019 it's it's gone it is no longer on spotify so as of 3:51 p.m. It still stands that Simon Cowell and Sony Music, for some reason, have removed Ice Ice Baby by Jedward, which, by the way, it does sound like this. Alright, stop! Collaborate and listen! Jedward's back with a brand new invention! Something! Press a hold of me tightly, flow like a heart's been daily and night! 
And I'm glad I played it then because, well, that might be the only chance you get to hear it. It's not on YouTube. It's not on um, Spotify anymore. So the only place you can hear it is in like a, a 10 second burst on this show. But I would just like to add my voice to the the huge numbers of people who are calling for justice for Jedward. Put under pressure, brackets, ice, ice, baby, back on streaming platform, Simon Cal, before, I don't know, before there are, I don't know, riots on the street? Are people going to riot over a Jedward song? No, they're, they're, they're really not, are they? But I do fully support Justice for Jedward, and I hope that one day we can listen to their, their seminal single once more on streaming services. Thank you very much for listening to this message. Coming up next, someone is knocking at your door after Nico B. Who's that? What's that? Someone's knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell. Hello and welcome to another episode of Someone's Knocking at Your Door. Knock, knock, everybody. Who, who's there? No. I still can't make cat crazies happen. My name is Alec Feldman and I am the host of radio's only, and I can emphasise only, game show based on Doors and the People's Postcode Lottery. So in a sec, someone's going to unexpectedly knock at the door, I think. I can just see them walking up the path now. And, you know, I haven't invited them around. It's rude just to show up without, without invitation. So the only way they are getting through that door is if one of you can guess who they are if not then i'll just send them away i've got a really long path by the way can you can you tell it take them a while to to walk up on my uh, my my country estate aha and there they are they are knocking at the door let's take a look to see who it is hmm. okay yep yep i i see them i know who they are they are outside my house right now but they can only come in if you can guess who they are. You don't have to guess blind, obviously. Uh, you do get some clues. To get the clues, James Gilmore has to ask me five yes or no questions. So let's do that right now. Hi. Hi. You know, I much prefer the knocking than the annoying Zoom ringtone we had for weeks. I know. Wasn't it bad? Oh, it was. It, it was hard on the ears. Never want to do a Zoom again after that. No, not after that. Anyway, I've got my... How many questions do I get? Five? Five? Same as it's been forever. Yeah, but, you know, I still don't remember. Um, okay. My first question. Are they a man? No. Oh, okay. Are they a relevant celebrity? I'd say so, yes. Do you want to see them knocking on your door? That's a new one. I probably wouldn't know. Oh, okay. So they're not a man. They're relevant celebrity that you wouldn't want to see knocking on your door. Um, are they British? Yes. Yes, they are British. Okay. Are they significantly older than us and our listeners? You know, I don't think they are, but let me just check. Not Captain Tom. No, Moore. no, not at all. Wow. In fact, oh, they cool. are. I can tell you, they are slightly younger than me. Ooh. Slightly younger than Alec. And Alec is 16. So. Yes, I am. So there we go. 
can't wait to do my GCSEs. All right, so they're not a man. They're relevant celebrity. You, you wouldn't want to see knocking at your door, but they're British and slightly younger than Alec. All right, well, a lot of a lot of things to think about here. There are, and I think the British question, I would say, was a particularly good question. Ooh, okay. That that's your bonus clue for the week. I'm gonna be a bit mean, but the British question was a very good question. But they are British. They are a British citizen. Oh, okay. So this is key. So maybe it's somebody that our listeners might not think are British, but they actually are. Maybe, maybe. Wow. All right. There's levels on it this week. There are levels. I this think is, I've this done is quite clever. good. I think I've done quite good this week compared to those you know, good targeted questions. I'm yeah. impressed. Well done. I actually prepped them this week. Oh, very good. I actually wrote some notes saying, mm, what do I want to ask Alec? How do I want to set myself up for success? I've been watching um, self-help videos this week. What, how, how to, to beat someone's knocking at your door? Well, you know, just, just how to set yourself up well in a situation where you're put on the radio and have to not let down a large group of people. Very good. Well, the prep has all paid off. Thank Who do you think it is that's knocking at the door? They are not a man, they're a relevant celebrity who you wouldn't want to see knocking at your door. They are a British citizen, and they're not older than us, they're actually slightly younger than me. Who is it? Send me a text right now if you think you know. 07807 183 538 is where you can get me, or you can email me, station at wizardradio.co.uk. And you can always, all of the time, whenever you want, slide in on socials as well. We are at Radio on all of those. So, come and have a guess if you think you're smart enough on someone's knocking at your door. Coming up, Lady Gaga and Newella Henderson after the news is two minutes past four. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Recommended by doctors as part of a healthy diet. Ella Henderson and take care of you. And before that, Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, rain on me. It's Alec Feldman. Good afternoon. Thank you for listening. Really appreciated. Hang about because I'll play Lennon and Stella soon. Before that, though. One of my old housemates has been cancelled. Now, I've lived with many people over the years, all of whom have made it onto the radio in some form, usually not with their real names, but I've lived with, in the past, the Geordie, the only other southerner, but we never really talked about her because she wasn't that interesting or nice, the dentist, going back a long way. Boltonian girl, obviously. Only other boy we've lived with as well. All of these people. The the exchange student, whose name I forgot. And most recently, the toothbrush thief, because he was using my toothbrush. Now, which one of those do you think has been cancelled this week? Was it the Geordie? Was it the dentist? Was it only other boy? Well, I can tell you, the old housemate of mine that has been cancelled in the last seven days, it's the toothbrush thief. I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't really expect any less, would you, after, after the shenanigans where he was using my toothbrush, and this was like a week after I met him for the first time. We found him off Facebook because we needed to fill a gap. There was, there was, yeah, obviously the toothbrush stealing incident, and there was the time that he took out an entire sort of tub unopened of my mushrooms, put them in the microwave, and then just ate them plain as a mid-morning snack. 
all of them. My mushrooms. So this guy, he's got he's got previous, and this week he he well he was cancelled basically. Um, it was somewhat unexpected, but very entertaining for me. The cancellation of this this random guy that I lived with for a year because we needed to fill a bedroom and we found him on Facebook. So he puts this tweet out on oh what day was it? It was only a couple of days ago. I think it was Thursday. And it I don't know, you know, where this came from. It, it feels very much like a random brain fart that sometimes you just feel the need to publicize your worst opinions. And and so he decided to put a tweet out. It was very long and rambling. Like I said, very brain farty. And without wanting to read it out because it's just it's stupid and not worth the airtime. It's basically just about victim blaming and his views on it. And surprisingly, or unsurprisingly, he he is somewhat in favour of victim blaming, it seems. Um, which I didn't really know that when I lived with him. We never really talked about it, but it's it's not the best opinion. And I saw this tweet go out not long after it was, was posted. And I was like, what an idiot. Glad I don't live with him anymore. And um, <laughs> I really hope he's not listening. I don't think he is. <laughs> and then, well, that'd be really embarrassing, wouldn't it? Not that, not that I care that much. And then I, I saw it again a few hours later. Because someone else that I follow who doesn't know him had retweeted it with a comment being like, oh, isn't this guy an idiot? And so I went back to the original tweet, and somehow, for some reason, it had really, really gained quite a lot of traction, and it had been really badly ratioed. So if we look at this tweet from three days ago, it's got 112 likes, 442 comments, and 1,841 retweets with comments. The comments include, you actually typed this and hit send? And what the is this? And um, no, 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 no. And um, to avoid being robbed, get rid of all your possessions. And oh, I can't walk home from work tonight now. And have a day off. And oh, so many. <laughs> so many just totally owning this guy. Uh, <laughs> it's quite bad for him. It, like and all the comments as well hundreds of comments saying mate you're an idiot what are you doing shut up he was like replying to them all and arguing with them and like, i don't understand why he is doing this i really don't it baffles me um but basically he's just been really badly ratioed on twitter um i did see a tweet a while back which i feel like sums it up quite nicely it said every day on twitter there is one main character and it is everybody else's goal not to be that main character and i think on thursday this guy the toothbrush thief i used to live with he was the main character of twitter and he was really getting it in the neck and then i was telling someone else this story and they were like oh yeah i also saw this tweet so everybody's seen it in their timeline i wonder you know how on twitter you can look to see how many people have seen the tweet i wonder how many have i bet it's like tens of thousands of people but then the weird thing was after this cancellation just, just carrying on like nothing happened, talking about doctors wearing PPE and retweeting some flags and talking about, um, I don't know, coronavirus. And my favourite part of this whole thing, um, the initial tweet that caused all this 
this um, attention began with slightly, con- slightly controversial opinion coming up. And he then went on to talk about loads of stuff about victim blaming. The next day, he followed it up with another slightly controversial opinion. Doritos are far better than Pringles. That that was his next slightly controversial opinion. He's, he's done victim blaming. That's ticked off. Next on his list of things to tweet about, crisps. <laughs> so, so odd. So that is the story of my former housemate who stole my toothbrush and my mushrooms uh, getting totally cancelled on Twitter because of some some silly comments about victim blaming. What a fun way to spend his Thursday. Coming up next, a brand new feature called Disease News. It's on after Leonard Stella, Charlie Puth, Summer Feelings. Summer Feelings, I'm Alec Feldman, good afternoon. How's it going? Playing soon, how would you like some Avenue Beat, that's really good, some Tenil Towns and some Zara Larson as well, because I will play you all of those songs. You are so welcome. Right now though, welcome to a brand new section of the show. It's called Disease News. This is where I bring you all the latest news on diseases. Um, I just thought it'd be fun, you know, there's a global pandemic on, so... What better way to use this platform than to bring you news about diseases? Just, you know, to spread a little bit of fear, because I think that's what we really need right now. So welcome to Disease News. That was that was me shuffling my paper. I am Alec Feldman and the Disease News tonight. I'm, I'm trying to feel like the real news because it sounds a bit rubbish. Um, there was a woman who infected 71 people with coronavirus after a trip in a lift disease news and so there was there was this there was this woman it was in it was in china um and she she went home uh, from a trip to the us and went to her block of flats and in her block of flats she used the lift unfortunately she had coronavirus and so whilst in this lift obviously she breathed therefore spreading coronavirus all over the lift therefore when other people used that lift they all caught coronavirus and apparently this this went on and it spread so much that the lift got contaminated about 71 people got coronavirus and it can all be traced back to this one person who came back and went in the tower block with coronavirus and spread it to all the other 71 that's enormous like 71 people imagine knowing that you personally have been responsible for giving coronavirus to 71 people that's insane that's incredible in a way but also you know really bad and you know obviously it's, it's not really your fault because if you don't if you don't think you have if you don't have the symptoms if the tests are negative what can you do but still, wow, 71 people just from one case. That is, I mean, that's an R rate of 71. <laughs> that's really high. I think in the UK it's like one at the moment. But her personal R rate, 71. And that is the first story on this edition of Disease News. I need a real sound effect I'm just going to break this desk if I keep hitting it. The second piece of disease news, someone has died of the bubonic plague I know off of like the middle ages it was a it was a massive problem in the UK in well there were lots of waves of it throughout the sort of the mid 1000s I think 
people, you know, you get bubonic plague, you'd spread it, you'd die, it was messy, it was terrible, you'd get really pussy and bleh, it was really bad. And I kind of just assumed that, um, well, it was, it was done, you know, the plague wasn't on anymore. But no, the latest disease news is that you very much can get the bubonic plague. Um, it's if you eat a marmot, which is an animal that looks kind of like a cross between, I'm going to say a beaver and a, a koala. That's my thinking, looking at this picture right now. Yeah, yeah, that's what it reminds me of. And you can find them in Western Mongolia, I believe, as well as Northwest China and Eastern Russia. They are a member of the rodent family. And if you eat one, you might get the bubonic plague. And someone has, and they very sadly died of it. And that, again, blew my mind a little bit because I didn't know you could really get the bubonic plague anymore. And I kind of assumed that, like, even if you did, it would be able to be treated because it's not the Middle Ages anymore. But no... So this is this is an important public service announcement. If you see a marmot, it looks like a cross between a beaver and a koala bear. It's got the face of a koala, maybe the body of a beaver. Don't eat it because the bubonic plague is very much still on and a risk if you're not careful. So that is all the latest disease news. I will have more disease news next time. Thank you. Good night. Here's Avenue B. Avenue beat an F2020 on Wizard Radio. I, I wholeheartedly agree. A massive F in the chat for the year 2020. It's Alec here, Tenel Towns and Zara Larson coming up. Now, though, I think I've got a new superpower. Maybe not a superpower. It it's sort of it's sort of psychic. But I think it's more more like Sherlock Holmes. You know, Sherlock Holmes has incredible powers of deduction. I think I am able to harness my powers of deduction to work out things about a person and all I need to do it is four items from their fridge I think your fridge says a lot about you you know stuff you've got in it I can tell a lot from it I can work out how old you are I can work out maybe how rich you are what your job is how middle class you are where you're from all sorts of information I can work out I think purely going off what is in your fridge now i really want to put this theory to the test um and my first victim sorry uh, first subject of the experiment i think will be james gilmore hello there hi so all i need from you james i would very much like to know four items that are currently in your fridge and i'll try and work out a few details about you know your person okay um just blurt them out. Um, yeah, just, just tell me. Mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. Salad cream. Hmm. So we have both in my family. A fruit salad. And a separate little, I'd say, pouch of passion fruit seeds. Very, very interesting. I'm getting, I'm getting a lot of different class signifiers there. Yeah, for a start. that's what I first thought. Because, you know, I'd say salad cream. I would say traditionally quite working class. But yes. then on the other end of the spectrum, you've got, you've got the passion fruit seeds. I wouldn't say that's working class at all. So I'd say working class background, but have now progressed to a solid middle class lifestyle. That's my you... first deduction from that fridge. What's interesting with that is that we actually shop in two different supermarkets 
depending on what we're buying. Ah. So the mayonnaise is Tesco own brand. Yeah. The passion fruit seeds, M&S. There you go. There you see. I've already I've already made one deduction correctly. What else what else can I can I take from that? Obviously you're not averse to to a, a sort of a fat-based condiment, hence the mayonnaise and salad cream. It's actually which also light, means it's actually light mayonnaise, but light mayonnaise. Ah. But you're health conscious because, you know, the light mayonnaise, but also the fruit salad, you know. No elaborate cakes or pastries or pies. It's just just a healthy little fruit salad. We're not allowed cakes or pies in my house. Oh, that is that is a shame. And what else? What else? Uh, nobody's lactose intolerant, obviously, because mayonnaise I has like, used eggs to be. and dairy. I used to be when I was younger lactose intolerant, but not anymore. Do you anymore. mean you used to be? When I was, it's something you can grow out of. Really? Yeah. When I was younger, I was lactose intolerant. I had no idea. Yeah. Such a we do have fact. actually worth a note also. In my fridge, we've got semi-skimmed milk, mm-hmm. skimmed milk, and almond milk. Oh, wow. So people are fussy about milk. Everybody has their own type of milk. Well, I think most of us are semi-skimmed, me included. Oh, my mum is skim. So and is she the health-conscious one because of the fruit the salad m- and the light mayonnaise? For sure. Yeah, I see. And, but my brother likes almond milk. What I would say, though, on the mayonnaise and the salad cream is that often when we use one, we also use the other. That's just that's just confusing. So, for example, if after this show, I was going to go and make, I don't know, a tuna mayo jacket potato, which is probably what I'm going to make after this show. Yum. I will use mayo and salad cream. The salad cream goes, like, in the tuna mayo. Yes, so... You, you know, you flake the tuna. I'm, I call me. I know how to make tuna mayonnaise. The, the, uh, you flake the tuna, then you put the mayo. No, then you put the yeah the mayo in. Then you do a squirt of salad cream. It just gives it a little bit of a kick. I find. Wow. I know it's the same with our egg mayo. Actually, we have egg mayo every Friday. <laughs> every Friday. Yeah. Well, we, like clockwork. No, no, literally. I mean, every Friday we have egg mayo. That's that's very good to know. I feel like I know way more about your dietary habits now than I, I ever asked to. But that's that's good. I'll be taking notes. Yeah. And I think that's pretty much all the deductions I can make based on that information about the contents of your fridge. Are you impressed? Um, not particularly because you kind of knew all of that information about me anyway. So, so what you're saying is I should try it on other people that I don't know. Absolutely. That's exactly what I'm saying. All right, then. You know what? I'll rise to that challenge. Come at me right now. 07807183538. Tell me four things that are currently in your fridge. I will make some deductions about you and your family and your personality and everything about you based purely on four items that are in your fridge. So send that to me right now. 07807183538. You can tweet me a picture if you really want at WizRadio. Or send me an email, station at wizardradio.co.uk. I'm going to guess personality traits and other bits of information about you purely based on what is in your fridge. Coming up next, I'm going to play Tenil Towns, a song called Come As You Are. But first, do you want to know a bit more about Tenil Towns? Because I did. And so I did some research. I went off. I read some books. 
I looked online, I made some calls, I did all sorts just to find out as much as I possibly could about Tenel Town. This is all completely factually accurate, as it always is. And so here right now is my 60 second guide. Alex, totally accurate, definitely not made up 60 second guide. The most asked questions about Tenel Towns on Google are, are Tenel Towns and Tenel Arts the same person? Yes, it's a Miley Stewart Hannah Montana style situation. What is Tenel Towns net worth? It's actually 176 billion, which is just below Jeff Bezos' 176.1 billion. Uh, who is Tenel Towns touring with? One Direction, obviously. And who wrote Jersey on the Wall? I don't know, but I hope they catch them and make them wash it off. And now we've established those very important facts about Tenel Towns, we can move on to her biography. She's inspired by things she sees in her day-to-day -day life, which is why she's previously written songs about big issue sellers, a white horse that she saw once, traffic wardens, and people getting splashed by a bus driving through a puddle. All of her music is rooted in real life, relatable stories, including the latest single, Come As You Are, which is about the dress code for a midweek dinner party that Tenel held recently. Her music has been described as a magnifying glass over the zeitgeist of our age. And that is Tenel Towns in 60 Seconds. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Saturdays 3 till 5. She's got all farmer there. Zara Larson and Love Me Land on Wizard Radio. It's Alec, hi. Tenel Towns and Come As You Are before that. Ray playing soon. We'll find out who's knocking at the door. And now, let's return to my new ability. I can tell information about you as a person your upbringing, your family, your dietary habits, your class, all sorts, purely by being told four items from your fridge. And I did it on James, and he was fairly unimpressed, and he kind of basically challenged me to do it on people that I don't actually know, like, at all. So, I've got some more here. I'm going to have a go, and, I mean, I'll be honest, we'll never know whether or not I'm right, so I can just kind of make up whatever I want, but... This is my new superpower. Be impressed. Prepare to be amazed as I tell you information about people based purely on the contents of their fridge. Ethan, his fridge has a loaf of bread. He says, yes, we put bread in the fridge so it's nice and cold. Loaf of bread, tomatoes, mixed grapes, and salad spread. So, first things first, revealing the thing about the bread in the fridge. He likes it cold. They like cold bread. First of all, obviously, that means they can eat gluten. Goes without saying. It also means, I think, that they are a large family. Because, right, hear me out. Normally, if you put bread in the fridge, it goes stale faster. And then it'll eventually go mouldy. And you can't eat mouldy bread. The only time that won't happen is if there's so many of you in the family that... You eat the entire loaf of bread before it has a chance to go mouldy. Therefore, it's okay to put it in the fridge because it will never last long enough. So it's fine. So we can tell just by the fact that they put bread in the fridge that Ethan comes from a large family. Then we've got tomatoes, mixed grapes and salad spread. Obviously, they are very healthy people. They like their tomatoes. They like their fruit. They like their salad. They are all, they're really into that. Maybe also, again, going back to the, the big family thing. Maybe that means there's not there's not like a load of money to go around spending on like fancy unnecessary food. They just have the basics and they like it and they keep healthy, but there's nothing over the top because there's so many people that need feeding in that family. 
what else? What else can I can I tell just based on the contents of that fridge? Um, I'm, I'm concentrating. Are there any other bits of information I can extract? I think I might be done with Ethan's fridge. I think that's as much as I can tell you. They are a large family, and there might not be a huge amount of money knocking around. Hence, fairly basic, you know, staples only in the fridge. Healthy, but nothing too fancy or just, you know, unhealthy. Benny. Benny's fridge. He's... He, Benny's fridge <laughs> contains a sushi snack pack from M&S, a family-sized Cadbury's dairy milk, a bag of onions, and butter. Right. Bag of onions, you're French, obviously. <laughs> of course, because who else would have a bag of onions if you're not French? This is obvious. Sushi snack pack from M&S. Come on, you're, you're really making it easy for me here, Benny. Obviously, that means you are disgustingly middle class. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of the same. It's fine. Um, but but yes, obviously M&S, big class signifier, but also sushi, I feel like is quite a middle class thing to just have in your fridge just for whenever you want to snack on it. So that's that. Family size Cadbury's dairy milk means you do have a sweet tooth. You like you like a treat. And it also means that I guess you can trust the people in your family not to like eat it all in one go, you know, because those family size bars, they're big, right? But I feel like it, you could quite easily polish one off in a couple of days fairly easily. But the fact that it's there, I think, means there's there's a, there's an amount of trust there that you won't do that and kind of pig out on it all in one go, which to me suggests maybe you might be an only child. That might be it. Yeah, I think, you know, I'm going to say it. I think Betty's an only child. I don't know whether this is true or not, but that's what I'm getting from the fact that he has a family-sized Cadbury's dairy milk in his fridge. Butter. Um, I guess you can put butter on your toast. Maybe you prefer butter to margarine. Or maybe you like doing some baking. Again, that kind of fits into the sweet tooth thing. You've got the chocolate, you've got the butter, which means you can do baking using butter. Boom. I am like a modern-day Sherlock Holmes. Try me. Katie, in her fridge, she's got two cans of Coca-Cola, strawberry jam, Muller Corner yogurts, and apples. Right, I think, Katie, someone in your family has packed lunches. They go to school, maybe primary school, secondary school, they have a packed lunch, and every day in their packed lunch, they take a Muller Corner yogurt, because that is a classic packed lunch kind of accessory, I would say. Apples, again, could go quite well in a packed lunch. I respect that. It's good tasty and maybe you know what maybe the strawberry jam could even go into the sandwiches i i personally wouldn't have a jam sandwich at lunchtime but i remember being at primary school and people would have jam sandwiches at lunchtime um again i guess the two cans of coke could go into that um it does say coke and not like diet coke so i think i'm not going to say you're an unhealthy family but perhaps you, you don't mind the sugar you live a balanced lifestyle you have the full sugar products and then do, you know, all the exercise and healthy eating. You know, you eat the apples as well as the, the two cans of Coke. So it all balances out. Um, what else can I deduce from that? Cans in the fridge. Yeah. What, what Can I take anything from the fact that they have cans in the fridge? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think there's anything I can I can take from that. Unless, unless you had a recent birthday party. We'd sometimes have that. If someone's had a birthday party, there might be some, like, Coke in the fridge left over. Hmm. Maybe. It's possible. Um... Am I done with with Katie's fridge with the with the jam, yogurt, apples, and Coke? Yeah, I think I've extracted all I can extract from that. Maybe maybe you're a family of dentists because um, an apple a day keeps the dentist. No, that's not the saying, is it? <laughs> Never mind. We'll move on. Finally, 
the contents of Matty's fridge. And I will work out a bit about Matty based purely on what is in his fridge. A thing of Edam, you know, with the red skin on it on a round triangle. Can't really describe it. Yeah, I know what Edam is. I can visualize that. It's cool. An iceberg lettuce, pasta sauce, and an own brand orange juice. Okay, first things first. The Edam. You like you like your cheese. I feel like Edam is not a staple. That is kind of above and beyond. Um what? I don't know. What what can I get from the Edam? It being in the fridge. Not much really. Just that you you know, you do buy things that are non-essential. Iceberg lettuce, uh, again, a fine choice. Maybe you use it in Mexican food or just in salads. Pasta sauce, again, um, fairly basic meal. Maybe are you a student? No, you can't be a student because students wouldn't have Edam. They'd have pasta sauce, but I cannot see a student buying Edam. I don't think I've ever known anyone at uni that would own Edam. Um, own brand orange juice, again, that's kind of studenty, but also I I wouldn't see the point in buying like branded orange juice. We've never done that at my home. So that's that's I think that's quite family. Having orange juice in the house, actually. And pasta sauce, maybe, maybe somebody works. Someone, maybe, two parents have quite busy jobs, and so what that means is that you, that there's not much time for cooking, so maybe you have to cook sometimes, or they have to cook quickly, and you just put some pasta sauce on, and that's like a healthy, nutritious dinner that's really quick. Um, iceberg lettuce, I don't know, you just, you just like salad, maybe have lettuce and cheese. The Edam is the one piece of the puzzle I can't really work out, but, but yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I don't know whether any of this is right, um. I wouldn't bother messaging back to let me know if I'm right because there's no time because we have to do someone's knocking at the door next. But that, I think I have proven to the world that I now have a superpower. I can work out things about your life based purely on the contents of your fridge. This is Ray and Natalie Don't on Wizard Radio. Someone's knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell. Part two of Someone's Looking at Your Door is on Wizard Radio right now. I haven't got long because I spent too long <laughs> trying to work out things about people based on what's in their fridge. So let's rattle through these really quickly so Mars Bukulski can come on the radio at 5 o'clock. Sophia is the first guest. Oh, by the way, the clues. I should give you the clues again. On Someone's Looking at Your Door this week, they are not a man. They are a celebrity who is relevant right now. Um, but you wouldn't really want to see them knocking at your door. They are... British. I did give out some false information. I said they were a British citizen. They are not currently a British citizen. I am sorry for the mistake. Um, and they are currently younger than me. Those are the clues this week. Sophia says, I don't know how accurate this is, but is Nicola Peltz knocking at your door? She's not a man. She's a kind of relevant celebrity now that she's officially Brooklyn Beckham's fiance. I think she's slightly younger than you, Alec. And she's basically a British icon now that she's going to be a Beckham. Why wouldn't you want to see her knocking at your door, though? I've got no idea. Nicola Peltz? No, <laughs> it's not Brooklyn Beckham's fiancé knocking at the door. Um, is she really younger than me? That's, that's mad. No, I didn't know she was younger than me, but yeah, she probably is. Right, no, it's not her, Sophia. You are incorrect. Um, I'm sorry, but thank you for playing. Taryn says, is it Daisy Ridley? She's the one who was in Star Wars and killed loads of people in it. No spoilers. Oh, okay. Thanks for not spoiling it. She's a she, so she's not a he. She's a relevant celebrity and a British icon, but that was a clue because I think a lot of people assume she's American and you wouldn't want to see her knocking at your door because she can kill people, as we've seen on screen. The only thing 
is that she's not younger than Alec, I don't think. Let's let's find out really quickly. Uh, she is currently, yes, quite a lot older than me. So let's 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 not go with that one. It is not Daisy Ridley. Um, yeah, the thing about people thinking she's a different nationality, not not quite what I was um, that I was getting at. Um, hmm. We we do have a correct guess. <laughs> it's from Zach. Well done, Zach. He says, "I'm ashamed of you, Alec." Don't tell me it's who I think it is. Is it the IS Bride who was in the news this week? <coughs> um, maybe, but look, we, we've run out of time. Um, we can't let her in after all. Oh dear, what a shame. See you next week. Here goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio-based fun. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.